Hello. Linda, my dear. Oh, Andy. Oh, Andy. It's been so long since we recorded. Our our podcast suffers when we have real in, in-person experiences together. I know, but it's worth it. It is definitely worth it. Fuck you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, we had to hang out IRL. Yeah, and we didn't spend a bunch of time recording a podcast, which is weird. Exactly. But then you also had other travels to do, and then I had other travels to do. And yeah, now we're on this you've been little break. To and from San Diego. And did you travel somewhere else too? So before that, I was in San Francisco. And then I, so I went to San Francisco and then San Diego. And then this weekend, Andy, I'm going to Atlanta and then to Los Angeles. Wait, 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 wait. You were in San Francisco again after you were, after I saw you? No, 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 no. So I, San, San Francisco and then I saw you. And then right. San Diego. So San Francisco, then New York, then San Diego. You're traveling a lot, girl. I'm bi-coastal, I'm cool, and everyone needs me. And so I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. Must be cool to be so in demand. Airplane ride, airplane ride. Uh, are you worried, not, not to get, I don't want to, I don't even know if I want to go there. Are, are you worried about the Delta variant, Linda? Do you feel like your, your traveling lifestyle is going to get shut down again soon? No, I lick doorknobs. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just kidding. Hardcore rebel. I'm so hardcore. I don't know. I've officially stopped paying attention. I... That's healthy. That's good. You should you should not be paying attention. <laughs> I, what I do pay attention to is uh, what is the like city slash statewide demand at the moment. Uh, what is the CDC recommending? And then, uh, but like my lifestyle at the moment is pretty much just like home, gym, home. Uh, be outside with friends. So like, and then uh, four other cities. The then the four other cities thing. Don't forget that. And then the cities thing, which is kind of just like a city version of what I just said. Airplane. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, Los Angeles is like the gym to your New York, which is home. Yeah. Well, okay. So for example, in San Francisco, uh, I was there with a work thing, and I just kind of excused myself from the after work social activities. Um, I went on hikes instead, and that felt like i'm being responsible and i like came here to do this work stuff but i'm limiting my exposure as much as possible and trying to be outside as much as possible that does seem that does seem good yeah and then in san diego we kind of had a pod going um i think we ate inside once though so that was naughty i'm not sure it counts as a pod if you like travel to be with a group of people at a new place I think it's, yeah. I'm not sure that's how the pod thing works. But you know, Linda, I, right. whatever. I'm not whatever. here to judge. Let's I just like, got back from a big road trip. Words. Yeah. They, like, uh, I was looking back at something from just like a year ago and all of the language that we were using a year ago. Like, there were like all these cartoons about people who like run past you with their mask down. And I'm like, oh, now that's a thing we don't really give a shit about. So it's just like, yeah, day by day, what is acceptable and is not acceptable is changing. And it's, uh it's anxiety inducing it's exhausting it's still exhausting it's funny because i'm like i'm very careful i'm wearing masks indoors again like all the time uh there was a moment where i'd go into my coffee shop unmasked and i felt like a rebel but not anymore now i am masked up again our my co-working space is masked up again and uh i just don't read the news very much because it makes me very anxious can you believe it's been 18 months of this fucking bullshit it's, I mean, I believe it. <laughs> it's insane. 
I um we everyone like six months ago or whenever it came out was watching Bo Burnham's Inside comedy special. I'm sure you saw yeah. it. No, I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't watched it. We got around uh, to watching it last night. We didn't watch a lot of television, and people had recommended it a bunch. We watched it last night. And, you know, it's a, a big comedy special about being stuck inside over the pandemic. And it was very interesting to watch it 18 months after the whole thing started and six months after, in some ways, it, or at least it changed. The, the texture of it changed quite a bit. But I don't know. I remember people saying when it first popped off, like, some people, some especially doom doom scrolling uh negative pessimistic people were like this is just forever now like we are never not going to have this be a presence in our lives oh yeah and at the time i was like that seems like an overreaction and now i kind of feel like maybe this is just gonna be forever to some degree like yeah like for our lifetimes forever. yeah just be new variants and then new diseases and new viruses and it's just gonna be like yeah the 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 human race is just trying to be killed off by yeah. by everything. Yeah, so by the time we're like 70, we'll get it and then we'll be dead. Yep. Yeah. Beep yeah. Boop. Anyway, what's good in your life, Linda? How was your week? What's all the good stuff that's happened to you? Give me that good news. Um, let's see. Okay, so there was the San, the San Diego and then San after Diego. And then after the San Diego, I I got back and uh, immediately realized that I had gotten some sort of a little stomach bug, a little tummy-tum owie. And this happened the last time I went to San Diego, too. So I'm wondering... You got it in San Diego and brought it all the way home? Uh, Yeah. I feel like stomach bugs usually don't last a whole lot lot of time. Like, usually if I have a stomach bug, it lasts me like 12 hours or something. Is this a a long-term stomach bug? This is a long-term thing that I have gotten before. Like, this specific... Thing. and uh you know we're always talking about butt stuff on this podcast so if yeah. you don't like it go ahead and turn this off uh yeah i have had the runs for like what day is it wednesday it's like wednesday four, five days and but the last time i had it it lasted for like 11 days and i called my doctor i was like this can't be good and they were like oh really you don't need to come in until you've had it for 14 days interesting and it was around that time that it stopped but yeah there's just like some well sorry about your butt that- are you, are you drinking a lot of water to stay hydrated? I know that's important. I am. And like right now, I've got a Amazon Fresh order coming of new Pepto-Bismol. Because I blasted through all of the Pepto in that <laughs> Quite house. literally blasted straight through it. <laughs> yeah. So that hasn't been fun to deal with. That's and not fun. I'm sorry. While we were, while we were in San Diego, we got rear-ended um, in the car. In a rental car? And no, our friends drove, uh, Mark's friends drove from San Francisco to hang out with us. And um, so, yeah, so they had their car and they were driving. And the person who hit us was like a poor 16-year-old who was scared out of her goddamn mind. Mm. And yep, like we were just stopped at a red light and she just, boop, just bumped right into us. And uh the friend who was in the car as a passenger is six months pregnant. So she gets out and then like, you see the terror on this girl's face who was driving and it was, it was a thing, but I haven't been in, in, in a little bump like that for like 10 years. I'm so mad because I, you know, I've been driving since I turned 16 though. Admittedly, I don't drive that much in the city and for all my years in college and stuff, I didn't have access to a car. I biked everywhere, but I was very proud until like, I don't know, I guess, Two years ago, I had never been in any kind of traffic accident whatsoever. Never 
Never had yeah. my car touch another vehicle once while I was driving it. And then somebody sideswiped me and just like, oh. I had no control over it. I'm like, God damn it. Come yeah. on, people. It's just nothing we could have done in that situation. We were stopped at a red light. Messed up and my perfect score. Like... Messed up my speed run. My perfect 100% of driving. Yeah, it sucks. Because you're does. just like completely, you realize how out of control you are of your own life. Right. I feel like it's a very, for most people, it's a very like, uh, like almost infantilizing moment. It's like, I'm a, I'm a baby. I don't know what to do now. Like, I need an adult. I need someone to, to come and resolve the situation. Yeah, exactly. Which is why a lot of people call the cops, which is... Yeah, we didn't do that. We just pulled over, changed information. Exactly. Keep them out of it. Um, But then, like, it seems so stupid. Like, I'm gaslighting myself out of my own back pain. But, like, the second that we got hit, I did feel, like, the center of my back just go... Oh, no! I know! Like, all the muscles just kind of went... And so really? I had do you Mark, think like, you think that when you got rear-ended, it fucked up your rear end, and now you're pooping weird because you got hit by a car? <laughs> it could be. Nah, there's definitely like a bacterial situation. <laughs> Maybe it knocked your poop out of alignment. You got to get your poop realigned. I got my poop chakras aligned. You got to get your pooper realigned. <laughs> pooper calibrated. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so then I just like increasingly over the next couple of days, my neck started to get more and more ouchie oh linda this sounds awful you've not had a good week and a half since i saw you i know so i come back from this trip and i'm a broken woman i'm just (sighs) well are you gonna do anything about your back and neck pain are are you are you seeking any kind of remediation yeah i went to a chiropractor today who was just like um all the chiropractors that had like really good reviews and stuff. Uh, they were all like out of town. Like they all decided to go on vacation at the exact same time. And so I found this one random guy that didn't have any reviews or anything. And just imagine like Danny DeVito. This does not sound <laughs> good, Linda, in a lot of ways. I know. I know. Partially because you started with the word chiropractor. How do you feel about chiropractors? We never talked about this. Uh, so I've actually gone to chiropractors since I was a kid. My mom went a lot. Um, and my mom is also a chiropractor fan. Well, this is the thing. I think that it's, it's like veganism or something like it attracts these types of people who are like, uh, they just like preach it to the world. Like this is like the end all be all of health and whatever. I don't care if I'm in pain, I'm going to try some stuff, you know? Like, sure. Well, chiropractors to be fair, unlike veganism also attract people that are actively anti-Western medicine, like, you know, right. weird anti-vaxxers no, like... and homeopathic people. You ever done homeopathic medicine? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I had a friend in college whose family was super into that jam. But have you sought it out as an adult? Uh, not really. I mean, I know what it is. It's like sugar pills. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I went to a homeopathic doctor for most of my entire childhood because my mom believed wholeheartedly in it. Wait, she really? still does. My mom still believes wholeheartedly no in homeopathy. Way. Yeah. And I mean, I cannot tell you how much of insane horseshit it is. It makes it does not make oh, yeah. any fucking sense at all. Totally stupid. Even when I was like eight, I remember like I would go and sit in this. It was one guy. I would go and sit in his office with my mom. He would ask me like a question, like a, some seemingly out of left field question. He'd be like, "Do you ever dream about movement?" And I'd be like, "No." And then he would type for on his computer for like six minutes, and then he'd be what? like, he'd be like. Does the color purple make you feel some kind of way? And I'd be like, 
No. Type, 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 type. At the end, I guess I'm sugar pill that has no effect on my life whatsoever, and I'm sure my mom paid him hundreds of dollars, and then I come back and do it again every month. Oh, my God. Wasn't until I was like maybe like a freshman or sophomore in high school that I was like, mom, I'm not going to that goddamn crank anymore. Like, I'm just not doing it. You can't make me. See, that's crazy. I, that I went is... to that longer than I went to church. I put the I put my foot down on church wow. sooner because I guess this church was actively uh, enraging me. And at the time I was like, this is weird and an uh, inconvenience. Yeah. But at the end you get a little sugar. So that's nice. Yeah, exactly. It's just little sweet pellets. I know my mom is listening well, to this right so, now. I know she's listening to this podcast right now, and she's thinking, <laughs> and she's thinking, Doctor Hall helped Andy so much. I can give him all these examples of the times that Doctor Hall helped. She's that gonna text did you and be so mad. Listen, um, mom, homeopathy's bullshit. Okay, we've well, talked okay, about so this. The, but the thing about chiropractic stuff is that, I mean, like we all have bones and all these like nerves and things around our bones, and like. Yeah, if those things get out of whack, knock them back into place. Well, the one thing I'll say about chiropractors is that they're definitely doing something. Homeopathy is doing nothing other than giving you a half gram of sugar and being like, woo, 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 $500, please. Chiropractors are doing something. Now, is it actually helping? I have no idea. Is it helping long term? No idea. Is it hurting long term? Quite possibly. I don't know. When I was doing all the spin spins, I I started to get this like repetitive knee pain. From spinning? Yeah, from the spin class. Isn't that and, um, typically something people will do when they have like knee pain from running? They'll take up <laughs> spinning or cycling because it's much easier on the knees, I thought. Yeah, but I was so this is why I was like, what's going on? So I went to the chiropractor and my like hips were all like weird and uh, out of alignment. So it's like one of my hips was just like higher than the other. And so he like adjusted me a few times and boom, like all the knee pain went away. And I actually I had a similar. Have we talked about this on the fake. show before? Have we had this exact conversation? Probably. It's been so many episodes. I had a, actually a pretty similar thing happen to me. I didn't go to a chiropractor, but when I got my first job, my first job ever was working as a checkout clerk at ShopRite at the grocery store, like a cashier. And I was 15 years old, and I spent a summer working like five or six days a week. And a, a thing that was repetitive of this job is that old people would come in, and they would not be able to lift heavy things out of their cart to get scanned. And so some people would like, you know, walk all the way around and like grab the watermelon or the case of water or whatever. But uh, but I was like, no, 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 I'm a I'm a toxically masculine 15 year old boy. I'm going to reach over the whole cashier and like pull it out of their cart. Yeah. And just like reach over and scan it that way. We have not talked about this. Uh huh. And doing that repetitively for a very long time, I developed like lower back pain, like pretty bad lower back pain. Oh. And just ended up going to my like general practitioner who's a whole my like childhood doctor doctor is another whole thing a scam thing we can unravel someday if we want oh god but uh but he had me lay down on his like little doctor table and he was like i see the problem immediately and he pointed out that when i'm when i was laying flat my one leg was like a half inch shorter than my other leg he oh, was like yeah he was like yeah you fucked it all up and uh he basically just like <laughs> cracked my hip like he cracked my back the way that i'm sure a chiropractor did maybe to you I yeah. was like, yeah, now your legs are the same length again. Don't do that anymore, dumbass. <laughs> and it See, solved and my problem. Yeah. And so But he was a regular doctor, so I don't know. Who knows? But he was well, also so that's the kind of stuff that I'm I'm interested in going for. I'm not like going regularly to like keep the keep my energy in flow or whatever. It's just yeah, like so I have this thing that happens with my neck, so something gets like knocked out of place all the time. And I was going to the chiropractor like twice a month, once a month. And 
then like no more neck pain. But my chiropractor closed during the pandemic. And so I had to, then this thing happened and now it's all back again, Andy. So I tried this weird getting Danny old fucking guy. sucks. I know, but I'm, I'm have getting you old and getting hit by cars. To be fair. How do you feel about acupuncture? Cause a friend of mine was like, Oh, you got to try acupuncture. I feel the same way about acupuncture. I feel about homeopathy and chiropractors. Okay, I cool. am not interested I think on the spectrum of how much of a thing are you actually doing, acupuncture probably falls between chiropractors and homeopathic medicine. That's what I think, too. We're like, it's yeah. doing a look. I, I kind of honestly think, here's my like total bullshit pull out of my ass theory. I kind of think the practice of just going to a place that is supposed to help you and then thinking about and feeling your body for a while, like maybe might make you aware of things that changes how you hold yourself or like, I don't know. I feel like just the act of doing it. Like if they didn't put needles in you at all, if they just like, you know, pinched your skin or whatever, I feel like it would Mm -hmm. have a very similar effect. Like, I think it's like a very powerful kind of placebo effect. Yeah. I think you could be right. Pulling it out of my ass though, Linda. Out of my ass. Okay. I want to tell you about this Danny DeVito guy though, because it was pretty incredible. All right. I'm ready. Uh, Deepest New York accent ever. And he's like, uh, Hey, I, I'm I, cracking here, he says when he cracks well, so your back. Well, so I hate the chiropractors who, nice joke, I hate the chiropractors <laughs> who, like, hook you up to all these electrodes, and they make, like, an hour-long thing out of it, and you're like, dude, just do the thing where you, like, crack my bones, and, like, let me see if that helps. And, and so don't I was worried pretend that like you're doing something it. actually, uh, you know, complicated or special. Just, like, you know, right. start, get to cracking. Chop, chop. Yeah. And this guy did exactly that. Like, I walked in. This is my first ever appointment with him. He's like, you got insurance? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, let me see it. He just, like, looked at it. And, like, oh, you got insurance? Let's uh, put you down for the whole the whole kit, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. deluxe, the deluxe package. We're going to do no, your interior opposite. rugs. We're going to do your windows. <laughs> so he's like, go into that room. He's like, um, uh, take off your shirt, but leave on your bra. And, like, the way he leave said Leave on your bra. <laughs> Be so happy. So I don't want to see those boobies. I'm not looking to get a lawsuit. <laughs> so I did that and I put this little robe on that opens in the back so he could see my spine. And then he's like, This is the craziest bra I ever seen. <laughs> oh, really? Come on, dude. Well, because it has all the, it's like a it's like a workout bra. So it's got all these like electric neon green straps like cross crossing each other in the back. It was a pretty crazy bra. Look, if you're a chiropractor, you've seen some bras and you don't comment on a on a client's you don't comment bra. On it, you don't comment. There was something about it that was like as unsexual as it possibly could have been. It was just very like, wow, that shit's crazy. <laughs> Holy moly, you got like a Power Rangers back back here. Yeah, exactly. And so then he's just like, all right, lay face down. So I lay down. He just immediately, like, corrects my back. So he didn't do any of the like, woo woo, attach you to electrodes and uh, take a picture of of your spirit animal or whatever. Which was actually quite pleasant because like, I tried to get Mark to do it yesterday. I was like, no, just push on this part like between my two shoulder blades and like Mark couldn't quite get it. And the second that this guy like pushed down on it, it was just like, (laughs) so it, uh, something happened. And then he, you know, he's doing something, you know, say, say what you will. That guy's doing something. Yeah, and like I think that it's not good to pop your joints. I'm sure that all the chiropractors have like a uh, a canned message about this specific thing, but it seems like it is bad for your joints to pop them all the time. I don't know. It uh, feels like it would be bad, but I have no idea. It's just air bubbles, yeah. right? Isn't that the whole thing? It's just like little air bubbles in your joints that you're basically yeah moving around. Yeah, you're releasing. Um, you say releasing, but where is it going? It's not coming out of your skin. It's still in there somewhere. Yeah, it's in there. Just like going to the next bone. <laughs> <laughs> gotta move those bone farts around yeah so yeah so then he flipped me over boom boom 
And uh, he's like, all right, 20 bucks. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And uh, did it make you feel better? I, I So I was standing, this is my favorite part. So I was standing at the counter, handing him the $20. And he's like, you feel better? And he, it looked like he was really like, yeah, uh, yeah, shit. I just did all the cracking. And I was like, so I like leaned my head down. I was like, eh, I can still feel it in my back a little bit. And he goes, hey, I'm good, but I'm not God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! And I kind of want to go back tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's providing a service. If nothing else, it's a little it's a little show, you know. Yeah, it's so a little experience I, you get to have. Yeah, so it actually I do feel a lot better than I did. I'm gonna go to I went to the gym and I told them like, hey, I'm here. So I'm gonna take it easy. My neck hurts. They're like, it's cool. Do what you can. Um, so I think I'm gonna try again tomorrow with the back cracks. Just All real right. quick. Well, let Just me know how let me know up. how Cracky Devito uh, does. I want I'm interested in this evolving <laughs> yeah. relationship in your life. Uh, yeah, it was real weird. Uh, other things going on in my life. I'm doing the Artist's Way with a friend. Have oh. you ever done the Artist's Way? I have heard of this, but I can't right now in this moment tell you what it is. I don't I don't know what it is. You have to explain it to me. Okay, so it's just a book that somebody wrote like 30 years ago or something, and it is uh, basically about an artist block finding their type way of scenario no artist block so like uh if you feel like you have some sort of creative thing inside of you that feels like it is being stifled it's about kind of like awakening that part of you um so there are two main components of the artist way there's like uh every day you're supposed to get up in the morning and write down all the gibberish that's in your brain just three pages full of like I want to go to the store today. I don't know how I feel. I feel kind of anxious about work. Blah, 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 blah. So you're just supposed to like write all that shit out. And then uh, once a week, you go and do something with yourself. you just like, what do I like? What do I want to do? And it can be like a simple thing, like getting ice cream. Or it can be like, I'm going to go to a museum. Or I'm going to go... Uh, like the thing I did last week was I went to this comedy show with a friend. And uh, I got there an hour early to just sit there by myself and read a book. And it was super nice. Does it have to be a thing that's out of your normal schedule? Can you be like, oh, I go to the gym three times a week for myself and that's going to count? Or does it have to be a new experience, something novel? I think it's more of a more of a new thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So there's like a book that has like a different chapter every week. And so I'm going through the process with a friend, which feels nice because we can like check in with each other. A little bit of accountability is nice. Yeah. I've been and running with really a friend. Know. It's the only context under which I yeah. will ever run. Yeah, exactly. How how many miles did y'all run today? We do like three or four every time we run. Very nice. Yeah. It's awful. It feels bad. <laughs> uh, Plus, I got this planar fasciitis now. You ever had that? Is that a uh, little bone spur? No, it just means that the bottom of your feet hurt. All the time. Oh, it's a fancy <laughs> word for ouchie. Fancy word for hurt foot, except it's hurt both foot. feet, and it's uh, it's all the time, just forever, basically. That sucks. I think I'm supposed to roll my foot on some sort of ball-shaped thing to help oh. it. I don't know. Maybe get some sort of inserts. What is it? Is it a muscle thing, or is it like calcium buildup? Or? That's a great question, Linda. I didn't get that far down the Wikipedia page. Okay. Well, it's there for you when you want it. It's especially bad in the mornings, I know, and that that is the experience I've had. Like, I feel like you kind of wear into it throughout the day, and then it's not as bad. Yeah. But if I do a lot of running or a lot of other kinds of exercise involving my feet, the next morning it's like, ooh, 
The whole bottom of my foot is tender on both feet equally. Yeah. Weird. Poor boy. We're really falling apart here, Linda. You're what, what? I said we're really falling apart. I know. This podcast well, has I become mean... the diary of, uh, of two aging designers. Yeah, diarrhea of two aging designers. Oh! <laughs> nice. Woo! Uh, Got him. But, but Andy, I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh. Never mind. Okay. Uh, something about I was going to oh, listen I, to I it and try say... and respond thoughtfully. I was going to say that I jinxed it because I remember when I was in San Francisco, I was telling a friend, I was like, you know what? I think I feel as good as I did like 10 years ago. I haven't had diarrhea in ages. (laughs) I feel amazing. My poop poop game's been on point. I'm feeling really in shape, feeling really good. And then, uh, yeah, so I jinxed it. I brought that on myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to Atlanta on Friday and then I'm going to L.A. For this video thing. Oh, right. That's I remember you talking about that. Yeah. And then I'll be done traveling for a little bit. That's exciting. We have yeah. no impending travel plans. But we do have some friends coming here this weekend. Some of my... I have a, a wide array of acquaintances and friends from online, from my, my gaming oh, community. And a couple cute. of them are coming down for the weekend to play a bunch of games. Games all weekend. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like it is right on the cusp of a thing I'm comfortable doing, given the current status of COVID. But I'm doing it. Everyone's vaccinated. I'm sure we'll be fine. That's great. It's something. Yeah, I feel like the COVID anxieties don't always make sense for people. Like Mark and I were talking to our therapist about this yesterday because he was like, certain activities kind of freak me out, like like going to a gym or going to whatever. And then he's like, but I'm going to Europe tomorrow. (laughs) So she was like, okay, okay. I think it's just whatever you, I think it's like a, people are not willing to admit that it's like a risk reward analysis in their brain where yeah, Mark probably does not really want to go to the gym that bad. And so if he right. can have COVID as the excuse for not going to the gym, then it's great, great for his brain to process it that way. But yeah. going to Europe is sweet. So, you know, there's going to be a lot more, a lot more risk and threat to, to offset the desire to go to Europe. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. People would like to say, oh, I just I, fought, I do all the healthy things all the time. But the reality is, no, you don't. Sometimes there's enough of a reward that it's worth you uh, risking something. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's basically everybody. 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 I think you should watch uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. You think I should? I think you will like it. And I'm curious to know what you'll think about it. I think it'd be a good topic for us to talk about on the show for one of our patented segments of... Analysis of art and media. Okay, I will watch it. Is right. it going to be like... I was trying to describe that show, Dave. Have you watched that? I have not watched or heard of Dave. Okay. Like, there's this generation of um, white boy comedy, dramedy makers of things that uh, it infuriates me to watch it for reasons that are not, like, good. Like... It feels like this generation, our version of jackass, like the jackass guys who get to just like run around and be dickheads and like do this thing that's very alt and very like <laughs> and like shocking in a way. And everyone really likes it and thinks it's great and funny. And I feel, I feel Is like that, we're... Do you not like jackass? I did. I loved it. I thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> Are you uh, excited for jackass forever to come out later this year? Is that really going to be a thing? Yeah. Oh, let it go, guys. Let oh, I'm, go. I'm 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 super excited about it. I can't wait. 
but so this feels like I don't know another version of that like with Dave and with this Bo Burnham thing where it's like yeah what let's see what happens when you give uh somebody who has like all of the the privilege and confidence in the world like just like the full runway to like fulfill their creative potential and see what happens and of course it's great of course it's fucking amazing and it's so good and everyone's talking about it so you it. get and mad it because it's mad. good you don't get mad because yes. it's bad or problematic you're like no 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 not this at all. sucks it's... that it's good because i don't want these people to succeed <laughs> no and it's not even like that it's just like well of course it's good that's like and that's as far as the feeling really goes it's just kind of like yeah no shit it's amazing (laughs) and i can't really describe it i was talking to another friend who he's a he's the comedy writer and he was like he was angry about this dave thing because it's like i haven't even heard of this dave thing is this something that all people are raging raving about now yeah a lot of people it's on hulu um and it's like this it's about this white guy who's like a rapper Oh, I and... already hate it, Linda. I already hate it so much. But that's the thing, is it's so good. <laughs> like, if you watch it, you'll be like, God damn it, I love this. I bet I could hate it if I watched it. I, yeah, I try. bet I could pull it off. Try. And because he's like kind of a joke rapper. It, like, it, that makes it even worse. See? That makes it worse. Thank you. So, Andy, here's the thing. Somehow, like, all of those words that I just said should equal the biggest piece of garbage on tv right now it sounds like a steaming pile of uh of diarrhea frankly but i bet you it's going to be nominated for an emmy like it's so good and so that's where i'm at it's it's just frustrating because he he finds a way to be like to take this comedy and be like extremely emotionally vulnerable with it and then also like so in the same episode you can be like laughing to tears and then also crying to tears and uh, that does not impress me though. Like emotional manipulation is not difficult. Like that's we'll not that's it. not an okay. accomplishment. I'll watch this Bo Burnham thing, and you should watch like you know the first couple episodes of Dave or something. I'll watch some of it, and, and I I can almost promise you I will find a way to hate it. I will say that I don't have universally positive things to say about Bo Burnham's inside, but I think it is interesting and worth discussing and watching at the very yeah. least. Yeah. So we can talk about my complicated feelings about that, too. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so we'll do that. Because I need something to watch while uh, while Mr. Mark is in Europe for the next how few How long weeks. are you not going to be around each other? He's in Europe, and you're traveling to Atlanta. You're traveling to Los Angeles. Like, how, how long of a break is this going to be from, uh, from you two seeing each other? Two weeks. Wow. He just left today, and it's, like, over two weeks. Yeah. That's got to be, like, nuts. the longest break you two have taken from seeing each other since you started seeing each other, right? For, like, three years. Yeah. So, kind of a big deal. Wow. wow. Well, hang in there, kiddo. Thanks. I'm going to uh, do this thing, and then I'm going to do the artist way. I'm going to like hang out with some friends. I'm, I'm making a list in my head of all the things I can do to have fun and not make it feel sad. Sounds like you have a great plan. Yeah. And if you want to record a podcast anytime, just holler at your boy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it next week. Maybe we can even do it. No, we can't do it from LA. But whatever. We'll figure something out. We'll do it. Yeah. Now, should we call this episode Cracky DeVito or uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Something about aligning your pooper? Blasting, blasting through Blasting uh, through Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol. What do you uh, want to call it? What's speaking uh, to you? I, I kind of like Cracky DeVito. All right. Cracky DeVito it is. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't want to like defer too many of our listeners away with the poop talk. Mm, but Counterpoint could bring people in. Good. Sicko freaks. We want the sicko listeners. What are you about to go do, Andy? 
I'm about to go have dinner with some friends, actually. Oh, yay. A little late dinner for us, but uh, friends with kids. Got to wait for the kid to go to sleep. Bring them some takeout. Catch up like adults. That's great. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, I'm going to go order a salad off the internet. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your internet (laughs) salad, Linda. I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.